Welcome to episode 151 of CGM's Pixels and Ink podcast. And Wayne, I'm just staring at the, what you're eating right now in your it's stomach. The blue, it's the blue candy podcast. Blue candy and root beer. You're going to have work? such a tummy ache I can later. Totally I can totally work. Uh, yeah, did you puke over Easter? I was no, absent last week. No, actually, because I kind of got distracted with like, you know, games and stuff. So you were right. all disappointed. <clears throat> yeah. Skipped out on the chocolate. I actually had a chocolate free Easter. Charlene oh. so has trained you well when she's not yeah. around. However... She did come back from her trip to France, and she had chocolate, which she is now like rigorously um, doling out in fixed amounts uh-huh. because she knows that if she just leaves the open box there, then like thirty seconds later it'll be like, "I thought this was full of chocolate." Mm-hmm. I was like, well, "You left it in front of me." Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's fair. I two squares it. a day. Yeah, Here pretty much. Square. Yeah, two to three squares a day of like you know, yeah, premium French chocolate. Mm. That's about all I'm allowed to eat because she does not want me inhaling it. It's still pretty so, delicious. It is. Worth it. Yeah, oh man, French chocolate is so good. And of course, we have Phil as well. Phil M. The other voice. Yep, Cinema that's me. Phil. We missed you last week. Did you listen? I didn't actually. Did you say horrible things about me? I normally actually, check. No, you didn't. No. Oh. Well, I then I missed you. Oh, figures. The one time I don't listen when I'm away and you guys actually say nice I'm things about me. I'm sliding you. You're not going to be around. <laughs> well, I mean, why change from what happens when I'm here? All right, so this week we actually have a. We've been playing games. Last week was sad because none of us have been playing games yeah. and we had to try and drag out the podcast with other <laughs> stuff to talk about because yeah. no, you weren't here to talk about movies and none of us had played anything yeah. and it was sad and pathetic. Yeah. So yeah, we, we still have to drag out the podcast with other stuff this week. But oh, I got we, plenty of stuff to talk about. Okay. Yeah, he's got mov- he's back. He has movies. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and, and a game no We've less. both been playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so, so we got a lot of, so we actually have content this week yes. for a change. So let's start off with the news. Okay. I'm looking at Wayne's direction first. Okay, well, I mean, the first big big thing All well, right. for, for the music game fans anyway is that uh, Activision you know, stomped onto the scene and they're like hey we're also putting out a Guitar Hero game this year and it's called Guitar Hero Live mm. have you seen or heard anything about this Phil? No this I heard crazy. that Guitar Hero was announced but okay. I didn't read details this, this is totally crazy it's called Guitar Hero Live and they're going back to the 90s because the entire game is shot using live action full motion video <laughs> from the point of view of the guitarist so the game starts out and they're doing it like GoPro style where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the guy looks down at his hands and you can tell straight away. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, even though I may be like a little Asian girl, apparently yeah. in this game, I'm going man. to be a white male. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it's like, there's the rest of the band, the singer, the drummer, you know, it's like the biggest guitarist. And they have actors? You, that they yeah, they, they yeah. have actors. Well, actually, apparently they went and they got like a bunch of different bands. Yeah. So there's more than one band that you can okay, choose. Good. To play. Maybe always the white guy? Yeah. Maybe you'll be like a different guy. And I'm assuming that like as the game escalates, you go from playing small clubs to stadiums. That kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Except that it's all done live action. So you get the, and they've got the whole. um, This is the thing, because I remember there was a story many moons ago we talked about where someone was filming crowds for This Is That. And this is is what that is. Yeah, I mean, it's like it starts out, you're backstage in the green room, everybody's getting all nervous, and then you walk up to the stage, and there's the roadies, and like, you know, you have the. You know, it's like uh, the, the fangirls and all that, and then you finally go out onto the stage, and you know there's the huge crowd, and they're screaming for you, mm-hmm. and then you start playing, and they use like uh, just a quick blur um, uh, visual effect to like hide the cuts. Yeah. Because what happens is if you start deliberately, or not deliberately, but if you start screwing up the song, then the crowd you get the blur cut, yeah. and then the crowd actually starts screaming out "You suck" and stuff like that, and 
This actually sounds very fun. You look around at your bandmates, and, you know, it's like the drummer is looking at you like you just killed his mom. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah. the singer is kind of like, you know, it's like, dude, you know, like, what the hell this are you doing? It's going to be a mixture of really annoying and fun. I'm yeah. looking forward to and it. And then, you know, it's like once you actually start, you know, it's like doing well, then the crowd starts jumping up and down and waving their arms around, and they're waving you rock sides, and women are screaming, I love you. And, you I know, think they'd like, be able to throw panties on stage. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. that realistic. I, I doubt that that's going to happen. But, uh, it should. But it seemed appropriate. Because, like, yeah. you get cups thrown mm-hmm. at you if you suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you'd get pennies thrown at you if you're awesome. Mm-hmm. But here, here are a few of the things that, you know, it's like, remind me that as interesting as that is, mm-hmm. this is still an Activision game and they're all about the money. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, there's a brand new guitar, six mm-hmm. buttons, mm-hmm. three on the bottom and three on the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Which means all the old songs and all the old instruments are completely incompatible with mm-hmm. this new game. So everybody's starting fresh. You have to buy the game and the bundle, mm-hmm. which is a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like there you go. That's that's Activision saying like you know, give us the money. Mm-hmm. Um, the other weird thing is they're going to be selling new songs, but the songs are going to be coming with the original music videos put out by the artists. Oh, cool! Because they, I guess, they didn't want to like you know have to film these bands with the fake audiences for like you know every single piece of DLC yeah, that comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead when you buy new songs you just get the music video along with that. That's kind of really that's, fun as well. That's though. what plays in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Also it's it really is guitar hero, not band hero. They're back to just, just the guitar. guitar yeah. That's it. For um, now. For now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So these are all of the things that they've got happening with Guitar Hero Live. This is what they're calling it. And I'm like We'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's like I know that everybody is looking forward to the idea of like you know the first person you're playing with the band for like the first couple of times. But you know when you're doing the song for the thirtieth time, it's like I hope that they have like a skip button because at that point you're probably just want to going to want to get. Oh, into I the mean, song of course they'll have a skip button. Yeah, yeah, yeah rather than like you know it's going to take you three minutes before you finally get to sit there and play. So. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully there will be some kind of skip button. I think but it's kind. It sounds kind of fun to me. But, the, yeah, the production values are definitely there. I mean, they've got a trailer that actually shows you the gameplay yeah. since the gameplay is full motion But video. you have, like, real people staring at you. Yeah. yeah. Something, there's something unnerving about it. That's what I like. But, yeah, and when you get the chance, it's like, you know, take a look at the trailer, see what you think. I no, will. I 100% will. I'm show well. him the, the pictures and my phone won't. Oh, I, I 100% will, yeah. No, that sounds fun. I'm on board with that, uh, that concept. Yeah. I but, really I am. Mean, like, it, it really is just the guitar again, so it's no more of, like, you're, so if you decide that you want to play Guitar Hero with your friends, it's going to be old school Guitar Hero where you guys are just passing the guitar yeah. around. It's not going to be like, here's your singer and here's your drummer and there's a dude on bass guitar still yeah. with rock band. But it's also the attempt to try and make something new. Yeah, they are trying to do something different. So yeah. I mean, it's like, I'll give them credit for so that. So I'll, I'll accept that yeah. in exchange for going back to basics. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, it sounds fun. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, like, that's... I will. Yeah, that's, I will. That's, that's the big news as far as, like, you know, the um, music games go. Um, as far as other games go, we did also, like, you know, finally start getting more information about um, Star Wars Battlefront. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, there is that Star Wars celebration thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. For 40 years. We'll be hearing a bit more about that. But for now, in mm-hmm. game-related news, yeah, they're... They're showing off, you know, screenshots of the game. Um, they wisely decided to go with, like, you know, speeder bike chases on Endor. Yeah, of course. That looks amazing. Yeah. You know, it's just like... But I've seen is, that footage before. Yeah. Is that not... No, th- th- this is, is like... new footage? This is, this is new screenshots, yeah, of okay. the game. So, and yeah, it's, it's, it's shaping up to look as impressive as you would expect on an Xbox One or a PS4. Mm-hmm. So, 
So, you know, it's like, that's good. Star Wars, Battlefront, you know, it's like, looks like it's still on track for this year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But this is reasons this isn't for it to come out this year. Yeah, so. but this one, yeah, of course. But this one isn't, uh, this isn't the project that poached the director from the Uncharted series, though, is it? There's, no, it that's isn't. another no, Star Wars no, game no, that's, that's, that's coming. That's, okay. that's something else that's being worked on that we still don't know anything about. Yeah. Yeah, which is obviously going to be a lot more story-based. And presumably tied into the new mythology, whatever that might yeah, be. Probably. Yeah, probably. Because it's like, you know, yeah, you don't grab, like, you know, one of the Uncharted people if you don't want to do something interesting with of the course story. yeah so like, okay. yeah but yeah the star wars battlefront that's completely different this is done by dice the guys who also do like you know the battlefield games so oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so you know yeah. Like, yeah obviously it's it's not going to be the same and previous star wars battlefield games were yeah. solid so yeah. no i'm i'm fully on board and excited yeah. with this one yeah no it looks great mm-hmm. and i like that they're sticking with the original trilogy um <clears throat> No, that's, that's yeah, what so I want. You know, like, that's yeah, all it, I want. It looks like there are going to be X-Wings in there. There's going to be uh-huh. speeder bikes. You know, it's like there are even hints that they're going to have, like, you know, the ATSTs as well as the AT-ATs. So, you know, it's like all that stuff is going to be... I'm sure. Be Why wouldn't they put it all in? Taking on an AT-AT would yeah. just, like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, that's that's every kid's dream. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> just take on the AT-AT. I thought every kid's dream was to snuggle an Ewok. No. No. Every kid. No. Maybe kill an Ewok? Infant. Yeah. Infant. Infant, maybe. Uh, but kid. So, like, I'm thinking Infant. six. They still like snuggly, cuddly things. You're being unfair to children, Mel. Yeah, but... You know, Even they can see through the Ewoks. But actually taking no. down an AT-AT <laughs> in a snowspeeder... No, you're right, they can't. I love the Ewoks when I was <laughs> a child. But every kid wants to take down an AT-AT with a snowspeeder, or at least the ones that saw the original Empire Strikes of back, course. back in the day. Of like, course. That was just but, an amazing... But Wayne, haven't, but, but Wayne haven't, haven't you done this in like five or six different games? I have. I've done it in one other game. Yeah. I can't even remember the Sh- title of that did game. Did Shadow the Empire? Did it in... Uh, Surely, the GameCube Rebel Assault, you do it, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, and I never got around to playing the Rebel Assault. I did it on the Game Boy adaptation of Empire Strikes Back. You have played a lot of Star Wars games. I like Star Wars a lot. At least I did until it ha- until did you play X-Wing the thing on the happened PC? that I don't want to talk about. You, you probably did yeah, of course, in TIE like Fighter. They you were did play times. X-Wing yeah, and TIE yeah, Fighter yeah, on the yeah, PC. Of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. They were, those, those were great. Okay. Those were great. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm amazed that you actually like you know took the trouble to like you know track down a, a PC. I'm starting to think he's a Star game. Wars nerd. I had a friend. That I was. I've explained this before. I I was extremely into Star Wars, and I'm actually grateful uh, for the prequels because they immediately forced me to get over Star Wars and develop different interests as a twenty as a twenty something, and as a te- sorry as a late teen and going into my twenties. And I really appreciate that. Because if I joined the Star Trek team, I'd still be in the exact same place, and I'd still have, like, toys and stuff all over my apartment. So I'm actually, in a perverse way, pleased that the prequels happened, even though I will never watch them again. Yeah, I will never watch them again. I've seen all of them only once. I saw Phantom Menace more than once, because I was in denial. But the other ones, I only watched them one time. No, when I got my home theater system, I pulled those discs out just to... Why wouldn't you watch the originals? Well, I I did those as well. Okay. But, um, you know, it's like, yeah, obviously, those... Movies were built for surround sound. So yeah, like, but that's only going to amplify the crappiness. <laughs> yeah, but the space battles were still cool. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Did it amplify Jar Jar for you? Unfortunately, it did. Yeah, yeah. Jar Jar in surround sound was like yeah, was yeah like, he yeah. can't escape yeah. him. Torture. Yeah, yeah, Misa gonna cry in five point one. Multi-directional so, racism. Yeah. I believe there's some other Star Wars news, is there not? Yes. Yeah, there is some other Star Wars news. Yes, the, there was a new trailer. <laughs> Phil was very yeah, excited. It was extraordinarily exciting. I watched it twice before yes. I came. Yes. Uh, before, I came, before I came over here. Let me correct that <laughs> sentence. Um, I was attacked by the filter. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I was, very, I was very, very excited and pleased by it. I have to say it didn't quite have the same impact on me as the first one did, just because I thought that was a really incredibly constructed, just like 
build up and release situation. This was a bit more, you know, not the same way. But at the same time, I it, mean... It pushed all the right fan buttons. Absolutely. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, the image of the uh, Crash Star Destroyer was, was extraordinary. Amazing. and uh, that, was, that was right out of, like, a Ralph McQuarrie concept. Absolutely. Like, yeah, that was just amazing. To yeah. Was, and, you know, there's, you know, obviously we got a glimpse of Luke and... <laughs> That sort of thing. And yeah, no, it just, it really, what amazed me the most about this is, again, as I was just saying, like how I, I really did believe that I was, that I was over Star Wars. Um, and the magic didn't work for me anymore. But there's something about these, these two trail, these two teasers have really brought that everything back up. And I have to admit, I get, I got a little emotional watching both of them. Excited. I got a little emotional. I, my, I got my, t- my well, eyes, I mean, my eyes got a little moist when I saw, saw Han and Chewie saw for Han the again. Chewie, yeah. I never thought and, it would happen. And you knew that they were in the Millennium Falcon. If you, I know. Recogni- if you recognize that interior as they like, were hundred the percent there. Yeah. Well, they were hundred percent there. And yeah, yeah. And I have to admit it made me, it was just, I never thought I would see it happen. I never truly <laughs> did. And it was magical. So I have to admit, like I, I so I hope they don't screw with me again. And, Make and, and the movies aren't incredibly disappointing, but even if they do, I have to admit, both the, the experience of these two trailers, at least up until this moment, has been everything I ever dreamed of yeah. in terms well, of a Star I mean, Wars like, situation know. returning. So I hope the movie, I hope the final product is just as exciting because this has been wonderful. Well, Abrams did make Star Trek accessible to everybody beyond just the well, Star Trek fan base. So. I think he's the right guy. Yeah. I do. Um, I'm no, I'm I'm. I'm very excited. Yeah, and it probably very was excited. the right decision for those guys to just jettison all the extended universe stuff and just say, "We're just gonna." Stick well, yeah, because once you once you open that door, yeah. I mean, what do you include? Because I mean, it's like you know, yeah, I know that way were, too, way too you know, much. Way before we knew what was going to happen, there were like you know a lot of fans who were like, "Oh, okay, so we've got to do like the Mara Jade stuff with like you yeah. know Luke and Mara Jade," and like, "Oh, mm-hmm. oh guys, that gets really complicated." Man. Yeah, no, of course you they're know, never not going to touch Chewbacca it. Chewbacca is dead, and like you know all yeah. that other stuff that happened in the expanded universe. Yeah, you can't touch that stuff. It's yeah. not worth it. Um, but no, I um, yeah, no, I'm giddy. Yeah, that's me. That's the end of my thoughts on you, that. No, I mean it's like you you were, you, you got a lump in your throat. I really, I you, truly you did. Yeah. I truly did, and I didn't see it would happen. But just seeing, yeah, there was something about seeing uh, Han and Chewie together again. Yeah, I mean, I it really I made to, me I really made admit, me excited. You know, it's like even myself, you know, when I recognized that that was Luke actually invoking the same lines from Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. but this is like old raspy Luke now. Mm-hmm. And it was like, is this the dialogue that I think it, it is? Yeah. Oh my god! So and he saw his metallic yeah. hand on R two, yeah. and yeah, no, I couldn't be more excited. Mm-hmm. I, I, it really looks like they're in the right I'm, direction. I'm, I'm a bit curious as to you know why you know they he would decide to go with the metallic hand when you know it's like even in. You know, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, his cybernetic hand looked fleshy. Well, I mean, I'm so. just assuming that that's Luke's hand. Perhaps that's someone else with R2. We don't know. Yeah. I like the look of people use hands. I like the, yeah, that seems to be a, a reoccurring theme, problem in the Star Wars universe is having that old cha- hand chopped off. That is true. And the new villain looks good, um, even though it's clearly, you know, trying to evoke Vader. It has its own look and style. Actually, a, a lot of Bioware fans have been saying that that's pretty much a ripoff of Darth Revan, who is like, you know, the. Well, Sith villain in those games. Yeah, well, I would point out to them that his name started with Darth. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, so. let's... Uh, they were pulling from we're, somewhere, we're, too. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 you know, we're really bickering about something yeah. a little ridiculous here. All right. But yeah, that was good stuff. Do you have anything else, Wayne? Um, no, I mean, it's like, you know, that's that's about it as far all as, right. like, you know, the big game news. Yeah, I only have a couple things. They're pretty much all uh, Marvel-related because they've been... Because uh, Marvel's been on a rampage. Yes. A um, rampage. I guess the first thing I'll do actually isn't Marvel-related, which is that uh, 
yeah, there was a little shakeup in the Wonder Woman movie with the original director, Michelle McLaren, who um, worked on Breaking Bad, uh, Game of Thrones, I think some Walking Dead, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, she quit due to creative differences in quotation marks, and not, t- uh, not even two days later, um, uh, Patty Jenkins was hired. She directed Monster with Shirley Theron and a bunch of television stuff herself. Um, and she and Patty Jenkins was also initially supposed to direct Thor 2, uh, but quit due to her own creative differences. Now, what, you know, <laughs> when, okay, so when Michelle McLaren got fired, immediately felt like a bad sign to me. Because, I mean, this is a woman who's never done a movie before. She's getting to do not only the first female superhero movie, but like one of the more massive movies that is going to be in production at all. Yeah, I mean, Wonder one Wonder would Wonder think, that, iconic, yeah, so. one would think that's an extraordinary opportunity, and it's only if the project is going deliriously off the rails that you'd want to you'd want to jump ship. Now, the fact that Patty Jenkins has jumped on board is interesting simply because uh, she already quit a comic book movie yeah. because she didn't disagree with the direction it was going. So who the hell knows? All I know is I like I rewatched uh, Fast Five and Furious Six in preparation for. Furious 7, and uh, Gail Godot is not a good actress, and it's a problem. It's a big problem. She's not a good actress, and she's like, she looks ill. She's so thin, which is not exactly how I imagine the physique of an Amazonian warrior yeah. goddess to be. Yeah, you so, expect that she would be a little more Xena-ish yeah, in build. Yeah, you think they would have at least gotten someone but who yeah. looks they could win, like they could win a fight. She looks um, very delicate and French. Absolutely. So. so, yeah, that movie looks... Uh, like it's it's already been something that made me feel nauseous in terms of my fears about it, and this is in no way quelling that. This is making it worse, even though I do actually kind of like Patty Jenkins. She's got her charms. Anywho, uh, and then beyond that, um, Captain Marvel uh, is obviously the other yep. big lady hero movie we have on the way, and uh, they hired uh, their screen the screenwriters for that. Um, I stupidly didn't write their names down, but they are the uh, one of them co-wrote Guardians of the Galaxy with James Gunn, and oh, okay. the other is a co-write co-wrote the new Pixar movie that's coming out. And uh, word on the street is that both of them came in with ciphered pitches that were both takes that uh, Kevin Beak really liked. So he figured let's put these two gals together and uh, mix and match and see what we can get. So it seemed like they got some talent lined up there. There and then rumors have been floating about that uh, they're trying to attract Angelina Jolie to direct the project, which I really hope doesn't happen. Mm. Because yeah. um, like I saw Unbroken, her movie that came out at Christmas, it wasn't good. It was te- very technically well accomplished. Mm-hmm. So she certainly could handle something of that scale, but it just was not very good. And more importantly, I don't think she has a sense of humor. And if there's one thing I'm certain that Captain Marvel will be, it is funny. So, yeah, I hope they don't go to her just for the sake of it and the yeah. publicity. I mean, that really sounds like more of a marketing move rather than this is what's best for the movie. For so. sure. Marvel's never been like that. They never hired directors who are famous names. Yeah. That's never happened thus far. So I imagine that's just you know, internet but, speculation. I mean, like, you know, it's also one of those things where it's like, you know, yeah, things can change, especially as you get more and more successful. You know, it's like your perspective on things can change. So, you know. It's true. I also yeah. find it hard to believe that Angelina Jolie is a big fan of Captain Marvel. Yeah. But, you no, know. Or comics in general. Yeah. Or fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, she has a lot of kids. Who knows? Mm. All right. Uh, next up, a funny little interview with James Gunn I read this week where he said that his biggest challenge in Guardians 2 um, in living up 
to uh, the stellar reputation the Guardians one had is uh, that is the soundtrack. Um, what he said was oh. his biggest concern because I yeah, I didn't realize this, but I guess the CD soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy, awesome mixtape one, went platinum, Did which, it. which doesn't even really happen much anymore. Okay. Certainly not for a soundtrack. Yeah, especially What's considering it? that these are like old songs. Yeah. So oh. wow. So it was a huge thing. So, um, so a best of album yeah. went platinum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And albums don't even go platinum anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was fascinating. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but he said that, so he actually put significant time into choosing the songs for the new one while writing a script. We know that, you know, we do have awesome Exactly. Too. And we know what the first song is for it. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, it, it, so yeah, and he said that he's very proud of it and he thinks it's better. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm on board. Awesome mixtape one was pretty great. It was. So, so anyway, yeah, that was uh, about as incidental as news story gets. But hey, it was a slow week. Next up, um, Civil War is going to shoot in uh, sequences in IMAX. In fact, they're going to be testing out new lighter IMAX cameras that have yet to be used. Oh. It's going to be the first movie to use it, which I'm thrilled to hear simply because it sounds to me like Civil War uh, is going to be the biggest largest scale Marvel movie yet, which it should be it if should, it's an adaptation yeah, I mean, of Civil War. All things considered. Yeah. Absolutely. So, that, and that's just really exciting to think that they're actually going to shoot one of those movies in actual IMAX. Because I don't know, have we, Wayne, have you been to see, did you like, did you go see Dark Knight or any of those movies nope. that were actually shot in IMAX? Nope. I mean, I have been to IMAX theaters before way, yep. way back in the yes. day. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not it, recently. It's really, <clears throat> particularly when, like, you do something on a movie of that scale, mm-hmm. it, the effect it has is incomparable. Okay. It's astounding, the clarity. That's why I was trying to get you to go see Interstellar. Mm-hmm. When it came out, because like almost fifty percent of that movie was shot that way, yeah. as I'm sure you noticed in the Blu-ray, because yep. the aspect ratios kept changing. Yep. Um, and uh, <coughs> the um, sequence in Mission Impossible Four, where Tom Cruise dangles off the mo- the uh, the building, the mm-hmm. world's tallest building, it, it, it's just amazing. Like it, you really, the the depth and clarity to it um, is like there's no digital equivalent. And yeah, I can't, I just, I can't wait to see, you know, the gigantic Civil War battles they're going to put together mm-hmm. in IMAX. It's so exciting. So, so exciting. Mel, when, yeah. is that, when is that actually slated for release? Like, 2017? Um, yeah, I think it might be a 2016 film. I feel I mean, like it's going to be the first one if after... If they haven't started shooting yet, then, I mean, I guess they can still make a 2016 release. It's just that yeah, yeah. it doesn't leave much time for the effects guys. I mean, yeah, totally. I, yeah, I, I'm pretty because as far as I know, it's the next one on the slate okay. be, after after Ant Man. I can't think of what else would be. Throw out a title there. Civil War. Okay, thank Marvel you. Marvel Civil War. We're talking about how they're yeah, no problem. I um, slipped off them. We're talking about Marvel Civil War. It's they're uh, they're going to shoot portions of it in IMAX film, like the Dark Knight movies. Yeah, the next one. Well, when is Ant Man slated for? Ant Man's this summer. So I'm pretty sure uh, Civil War is the next one, and that'll be is next it? summer. I would have thought else, that was like the, the next Avengers. So, oh, no, Civil War is uh, Yeah, no, Civil War is technically the next Captain America movie. So, yeah. It's yeah, the next one. Yeah, it could be. So I bet they start shooting oh, this so summer. Civil War, they're actually counting that as a Captain America movie? Yes. Oh, interesting. And yes, not yes. an Iron Man movie? Nope. No, because uh, nope. Robert Downey Jr. Iron only Man's has head somebody left, right? uh, No, I think they're going to kill Captain America. Okay. Really? I do. I think they're gonna kill Iron Man. Someone's got to die. It's about time. Like some someone in the Marvel universe needs to die. It's just too big of a comic book conceit, and it would be so shocking. Mm-hmm. And I think I think they might do a Captain America because that's well. I mean, Captain America has died. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. It's a thing that's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
and come right back in again eventually. Well, so of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have the winner. They'll have the winner soldier take over yeah. for the Infinity War, and then at the end of the Infinity War, they'll bring Steve Rogers back to life, or blah 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 blah. Yeah. But that's my guess. I'll bet that's what's going on. And I think they just also want to tell it through this perspective of Captain America, so that it'll be once again kind of like. Uh, uh, Winter Soldier, where it's old, uh, yeah. uh, old uh, American ideals against a current corrupt landscape, mm-hmm. um, which is the way to which go. Which always plays out well. Yeah. yeah. It's like when people, it's like, hey, remember when America didn't suck? Man, that exactly. would be nice if it didn't suck again. So. Exactly. So I think that's, I think that's the way to go. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't considered that, but I can look up the calendar. I, I positive it's the next one, so I bet they start shooting this summer. Like I'll bet they're as soon as they're done with Avengers Two Press. Mm-hmm. They like go into pre. Everyone go. Everyone goes into pre-production. Yeah, and the whole gang will be back again. Anywho, yeah, IMAX. Can't wait. First time for a Marvel movie, which is insane when you think about it. Mm. Guardians. Avengers should have been in IMAX. Yeah, right. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. They at least like expanded the uh, aspect ratio so that it would go full square screen IMAX for the Mm. action scenes, which was amazing because it was in 3D. Um, But yeah, this is the first time an actual IMAX film stock, and I can't effing wait. And then finally, uh, once again, uh, just tearing at the bones of Marvel-related stories because there is nothing else this week. Um, someone uh, was talking to Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, as we've discussed before, is sort of politely bowing out of the Marvel Universe because he's exhausted. Yep. And, he's uh, earned it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so someone asked him specifically about this uh, related to the Infinity Wars 1-2 punch. And he said he just like they uh, they came to him with it right away, and he just he just c- couldn't conceive of having finally supervised the last was it five movies that he was supervising, mm-hmm. and then uh, directed Avengers two. Um, he can't he just can't imagine now going into started work on a two part epic combining an entire universe worth of characters, half of which haven't been introduced yet, which I can understand. Yeah, but he said at the same time, like the guy was like. But don't you in some way, are you in some way sad that you don't get to have right sequences between uh, Iron Man and uh, Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy? And Joss Whedon said, you have no idea. So, so yeah, so he, he said he, he yeah, you get dev- he said that he will have a certain level of involvement. I think he'll, like, sort of creative consultant type situation. Yeah, probably, yeah. like, like John Favreau was even on the mm-hmm. first Avengers. And he said that he's not uh, ruling out returning to Marvel. He just uh, needs uh, to turn. He just needs to have his brain have a little rest. No, he's earned it. He's Absolutely, totally earned it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're right. Civil War is next. It's Captain America. That's what I thought. Civil War, That's what and I then next one is Doctor Strange. There you go. Oh, of course, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange is after that. Of course. And then after that will be Guardians of the Galaxy. Do we, do we have no? Yeah, of course. Has Doctor course. Strange been nailed down? Was that nailed down? Yeah, it's Benedict yeah, Cumberbatch. Oh, Thor right, movie. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then yeah, then Thor, then Black Panther, no then Captain Marvel, Thor. and then uh, oh no, Avengers, Avengers Infinity Wars, Wars Part One is after. Thor. Oh, that's right, Avengers One, and then Captain, then Black Panther, then Black Panther, and uh, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, and then Avengers Two, and then I think, and I, I think the the other the group is after that, Infinities uh, or whatever. Yes, Inhumans. Inhumans, that's right. Yeah, that's um, the entire list, and that is a lot of Marvel movies. It's a ton, but I'm it's only in the next like four years. I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to every goddamn one of those. Um, but yeah, so, so so yeah, they must be planning on starting to shoot Civil War soon because that's going to be huge. Yeah, they should probably get on that. I think they will. I'm sure the people at Marvel have, are aware. Has, yeah, are yeah. aware of schedules. They've done pretty good with them so far. Um, so yeah, that's not. I mean, and that makes sense. Avengers two was shooting this time last year. Yeah. So yeah. that's a whole lot of Marvel. My God, that's I know. A whole lot I can't of wait. But I like the two movies a year setup they've got. That's just enough. Mm-hmm. It's because. 
one, you'd be like, oh, man, I can't believe I got to wait another year for the next of them. And three, you'd be like, gee, another one of these? Yeah. I got these are still, they're still doing more of these? So I think two a year is just right. And they're also really good at, like, picking two that are completely different. Because, mm-hmm. like, this summer we're going to get Avengers, which will be this massive epic thing. And then yeah. tiny, tiny Ant-Man. And then a miniature Ant-Man yeah. being little tiny cutie pie. Which they, they had the trailer for that as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. And I, I we, like we the look of it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about that Ant-Man Look fun to me. Yeah. Fun. I, I didn't get as excited as would, I would for Avengers. He's got well, a little I bit love of the Paul Rudd, uh, Adam so. thing happening there with the whole being able to control his mass so that even though he's tiny, he can still like just thrash these guys. Yeah, did you not know that? That's Ant-Man's deal. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, he's got full-size human strength at miniature size. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he can like run up a handgun and then kick you in the face mm-hmm. and make you do a backflip, which is going to be great. No, I like it, and I like the tone of it. Seems because uh, the first trailer made it a little bit, uh, made it look a bit too somber for mm-hmm. what I was hoping for That's in a Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd action yeah. movie. This yeah. one made it more clear. Well, I know I've noticed as well that the official credited screenwriters now are just Paul Rudd and Adam McKay together. Which I'm totally on board with. And also Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish have the story credit. But that's who did the rewrite, was mm-hmm. the two of them together. Paul Rudd wrote role Paul models. Rudd. Role models is one of his funniest it's, movies. It's and Adam McKay is the anchor. Like those are Look, if, if Phil, we agree on a funny movie. We agree on a lot, Mel. You just like picking fights. Um, <laughs> um but no, I think I think that yeah, obviously it's you know, I'd be more excited if this were Edgar Wright's movie, but I think they pick good people it to was, do whatever that uh, they have planned with it. It was nice to see Michael Douglas in there. Yeah, that's uh, fun. And I and I can sort of you can already from the trailer sort of see the dynamic because the problem with Ant Man is that Ant Man is a douchebag when we yeah. look at the Hank uh, the Hank Prim character. So yeah. I like the way they've set it up so that Michael Douglas plays Hank Prim as a role model so mm-hmm. that he can then be evil and we can still have an evil Ant Man mm-hmm. without our actual hero Ant Man. Being the dink, yeah. So I think that's clever. I think that's smart. Yeah. I hope it's not a big third act twist because I already spotted it. But beyond that, way to ruin everything. I think Phil. it's all right. Oh come on, <laughs> come on, come on. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. Uh. ironically I had not seen Wall Street up until like a few days ago. Oh yeah, it's so pretty good. I finally got around to watching Wall Street with Michael Douglas as Gordon Gecko. Yeah, he's and good and sleazy. Like on, the, on the heels of that, the Ant Man trailer, and it was like this is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> makes like, sense, doesn't it? Michael Douglas is Hank. He's a so, very good sleazy guy. He is good. Yeah. So. No, he'll be good. He'll be good. I'm on board. You didn't watch the sequel to Wall Street, did you? No, I haven't. Never. Should I? No. I shouldn't? Never. Really? No. See that oh, face? That is because a don't do it face. Okay, because no. yeah, it's like I, I got all excited. with like, oh, there was no. a sequel to this movie, wasn't no. it? Because this was pretty good. No, so. it's horrible. Really? Yeah, it's horrible. That's, that's Phil's one out of ten so just, rating face Just right there. stick with Wolf of Wall Street, which was amazing. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street is amazing. Yeah, if you're going to watch another contemporary Wall Street. Yeah. Or, or Actually, I watched Wolf of Wall Street first, and then I watched Wall yeah, Street. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street I think is better than Wall Street even, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, I like Wall Street. Yeah, it's just but it's a it, it's a product of its time. Exactly, which is what I really like about exactly. it. Exactly, like, it's so 80s. And Oliver Stone so. doesn't have like a sense of subtlety. Mm. No, yeah. he doesn't. No, and uh, which is like sometimes I'm okay with things not being subtle. Me just too. Just me over the head with me too. But that one, that one I find a little bit too uh, a little bit too on the nose. I prefer okay. like I don't mind him being. Uh, not as subtle with like um, Platoon mm-hmm. or Salvador. That's my favorite one of his. Right. Salvador is a movie of excess, so mm-hmm. well, who better to do a movie of excess than Oliver Stone? Whereas, yeah, Wall Street is just so. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's just too. Really just pounding those themes right into you. Business bad. Yeah. Like union's good. No one's going to miss a yeah. damn thing. We yeah. don't want any secrets. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he can get on my nerves with that. But he's, he's a good guy. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about Oliver Stone. That's very irrelevant. That's it for news. 
Thank you, Phil. No problem. How many movies did you see this week? I saw a few, but only one that's appropriate for us to discuss. Uh, Out of curiosity, what were the other movies? Um, I saw True Story, um, which is uh, based on a true story. Um, (laughs) One would hope so. Yeah. uh, It'd be great if it wasn't, though. um, It's about a uh, New York Times, award-winning New York Times journalist who got uh, discredited for flubbing some facts of the story and got fired. That sounds boring. Um, And then he went home, and uh, when he got home, he was trying to rebuild his career and uh, found out that a weight mill... And this is when this is when it gets to be a movie that you want to hear about, okay. and, and then finds out that a man was found in India assuming his identity. That man had uh, killed his wife and child, and he was hiding out. And he uh, had gone to the court case. He hadn't admitted his guilt, but he wouldn't talk to anyone. The journal, the disgraced journalist, called said killer, and he was obviously a fan, given that he pretended to be him. Mm-hmm. And he agreed to give him an exclusive oh, uh, rights to his story, as long as the book didn't wasn't published till the trial. So they started meeting up, and they became friends. But the killer was so clearly manipulative; it was hard to tell exactly what was going on. And so the book is this kind of fascinating document in that, like, yeah, like it's impossible to tell what actually happened. Like, obviously, he killed the wife and kid. We don't know the exact context. Hmm. It's hard to, he's, because he's such a kind of slimy, charming yeah. guy. And in the movie, they're played by, uh, Jonah Hill plays the journalist, and James Franco plays the uh, killer. Um, Jonah Hill. Jonah yeah. Hill just does it. It's hard for me to wow. watch him in serious roles. I know. Yeah. And they're both fine. The problem with it is just, it's, uh, the, the, per, the man who directed it, whose name escapes me at the moment, was a theater director. It's his first movie, and oh. it's a very sort of delicate subject matter that you sort of want to play. Because the whole idea is that it's supposed to be about like ambiguity, the ambiguity of truth, and sort of be constantly wondering what's going on here, what's that. And he's just like so not unlike the Oliver Stone thing, like very on the nose with his symbolism, and that it just it gets exhausting mm. to watch after a while. And, it's, and it's particularly tough in a movie that's supposed to be realistic to have such really arch, obvious filmmaking techniques used in it. And there's, like, one scene when Jonah Hill uh, has a wife, um, plays by... It's not Rose Byrne. What's her name? She's the one that was played Stephen Hawking's wife in that Stephen Hawking movie last year. Oh, okay. I did not watch that movie. I can't think of her name. It's not great. Um, but any, anyway... Yeah, I forget her name. She's a very good actress, but uh, I'm blanking on her name right now. And she's going to be in the uh, one of the new Star Wars movies. But anywho, um, uh, yeah, she just plays the most generic possible like uh, supportive wife character with no personality. And at one point, she shows mm-hmm. up and confronts James Franco, and it's just so distractingly melodramatic that it really like any pleasure of the movie is destroyed by that one scene. But it's kind of interesting and okay, and but mostly not really. And then I saw Monkey Kingdom, the uh, Disney documentary about monkeys. Because um, they do, yeah, Disney does nature documentaries so, every year now. What? Yeah, did you not know? No. Yeah, they, they do them every year for Earth Year. They make b- tons of money, hand over fist. Um, and they're, like, really well made and everything. Uh, the only thing, it's just, they, they all have very rigid narratives. Are they and, all about animals? And very well shot. Yeah, they're, like, animal. It's, like, basically, like, anthropomorphized Disney an- uh, animal stories, but with actual animals and documentary footage. And it's really hard to tell, like, they must be... There's no, like, it's really hard to tell because, like, you know, you can't give a monkey a script, right? No. It doesn't really work well, that can, way. Well, you can probably, you know, yeah. pick it up and Yeah, but, like, these movies are so, this one in particular is so, like, has such a rigid three-act structure that you're just like, I don't know how. And everything looks so carefully composed that, it, like, something's going on yeah. that's not right. I don't know what it is, but it's still pretty to look at, and Tina Fey does snarky voiceover, so. Okay. It's not without its charms. 
And then, and then last but not least is uh, Unfriended. Unfriended. Yeah. Yes. Unfriended. Social media horror. Yeah, social media horror, which I have to admit when I saw the trailer, I like felt a bit nauseous. I thought it looked thought it looked almost unbearably corny and uh, like just too yeah like like and the fact that it's a hollywood movie it felt i'm like all it, on board with this after reading your review felt, well so, yeah it yeah. felt like it was way too like um target marketed like they were like okay we need to get the kids yeah. to the theater what are they like they like computers we'll do a horror movie all on computers um however uh what i didn't realize having seen the trailer that i know now is that it was not a studio movie this was actually an independent movie okay that was made and picked up by a studio because it's so goddamn good. So yeah, Unfriended, it takes place entirely on a laptop screen. It never Which leaves said it screen. an unbelievably low-budget film, comparatively speaking. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, yeah. yeah, but it but it really works. So, um, so guaranteed profit from this movie as long as it reviews well. Pretty much, Absolute yeah. Guaranteed. Pretty much, and deservingly so. It's mm-hmm. very well done. So our main character's name is Blair. It's her computer that we're watching. A year ago, her former best friend, Laura Barnes, uh, killed herself after an embarrassing video was leaked on the internet. Um, and now, so it's cyberbullying. Exactly, it's a cyberbullying thing. Um, so she's, uh, yeah, she's on her computer, watch that, watches that clip, and then has some, you know, PG-13 racy Skype chatter with her boyfriend. <laughs> okay. And then, and then all of a sudden, uh, another chat pops up that she can't control. All her friends are there. They're like, ha ha ha, you had your boobs out. And then they chat like teenagers for a bit. And then they notice there's an extra person, uh, Billy227, I believe it is, on their chat that they don't know who it is. There's no face. They can't figure out what's going on. It turns out that person is a ghost. It's Laura's ghost specifically. And, do you think uh, ghosts have better things to do than invade people's Skype? Not today, baby. That's how. That's where people are. Yep. <laughs> um, but um, but uh, so yeah. So it's a uh, yeah. It's an internet ghost, and uh, they said the ghost tells them all. Uh, does all sorts of creepy things, like starts contacting them through the dead girl's account and posting like fo- and posting embarrassing photos of them that they don't know where they came from. And then the ghost basically tells them all, if any of them leaves the chat, they will die. But then when they stay on the chat, they have a tendency to die anyway. Um, so you might as well go have some rest before you die. What? Well, you said if they stay on the chat, they die anyway. So why stay in the chat? Go do something fun before you die. Well, they didn't know that. Well, you think by the second person they'd catch on? Well, it's it's they're dealing with a lot, Mel. When you see the movie, you understand. It's stressful. It's stressful time. And they're teenagers. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So the whole thing takes place real time. The whole thing's on the computer. Um, and that sounds like it would be really limited and wouldn't work in a movie. It actually ends up being very much to its advantage. I was wondering about that because you're staring at a screen essentially the whole time. Yeah, right? totally. But it's very creatively handled. Like number one, you're not just staring at a screen. You're staring at six screens at once at all times because everyone has their own camera and there's different things going on. Back and forth? No. Um, I mean, it's like a lot. It's like a computer screen. So yeah, sometimes it's like, okay. she's like... So it's the fixed... Like, it's one fixed computer monitor and then the video within the monitor. Yes. Will, and okay. then also she'll be about. chatting with one friend secretly on a chat program, so that'll come up. Oh. She'll look up something on the internet to advance the plot faster. So you're the girl. Yeah. And okay. the uh, the entire soundtrack plays from her Spotify account. Um, it's uh, at one point... And then... Uh, uh, yeah. And it's it, it actually works really well. It's It's interesting how... And also, one of the things I really liked is normally with a movie like this that's technologically driven, they waste so much time explaining, we should Skype. Hey, what's Skype? Well, it's this chat program where we can see each other. They do none of that because they know we all know this. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sort of disrupting the comfort of that. So there are things that are creepier where it's just like uh, like they try to block the person and there's no option in the program and that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Little touches like that. 
and like they actually use like a download status bar as like a suspense sequence. And these things, well, the things got to download, and they only have so much time, and it just keeps inching along, and like glitches, and it's sort of taking things that we all know, taking very familiar things that everyone's very comfortable with, and turning them into a you know creep out, Um, you know, not unlike you know like when the first Halloween came out, and all of a sudden the suburbs could be scary for the first time. That sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and How's the actual acting? How are these kids? They're good. <laughs> okay. That was the other thing I was impressed by. They're All quite right. good. I mean, like, they're playing teen stereotypes. So they're basically either being snarky or they're crying. But they're they're really good at those two things. No, I like the entire no the entire cast is solid. That helps a lot. If anyone was bad, this whole thing, this whole house of cards would fall down. Yeah, I mean, this is very performance driven. Absolutely, it would have to be. And it's all real time performance. I'm not sure how they shot it. Like I heard it was several twelve hour days. So maybe they were just doing long takes of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the beauties that they have is uh, they are obviously concealing cuts left, right, and center through like Skype glitches. Yeah. Which is a brilliant thing. That of course it would work, but you wouldn't think until you actually were designing a movie entirely that way. And then um, on top of that, it's also really funny. Like they're they're you know they're aware of how goofy this is. They play with it. There's one really funny moment where like she minimizes a window and you see she has a BitTorrent program up, which in a Universal movie is pretty good. I saw the YouTube. <laughs> yeah, there's a, YouTube there's YouTube logo. there's YouTube stuff. It's all it's all branded. They got permission from everyone. And um, and uh, yeah, what, what were some of the other funny bits? Oh, there's one bit where, like, the girl's, like, just desperately trying to get out because they try to use the phone. They just hear the girl's voice on the phone. So she, like, jumps onto a chat roulette program to try and desperately get someone who can see help. And she just seems like creepy guys and penises Penises. just skipping through, trying to get someone to actually help her. So there's things like that. There's sort of, you know, gently mocking how this culture works. And then it's also, yeah, and then uh, there is also a clever commentary there in, in how, you know, this is, as weird as it seems in theory to have an entire movie that plays on a computer screen, that's actually like uh, this is our life, substantial yeah. portion of everyone's yeah. life. So it's actually very common and it mm-hmm. doesn't feel weird anymore. And there is a lot of stuff being played with and sort of, you know, the dependency on this stuff, mm-hmm. the like sort of the so fragility like some of the actual cultural truth. social commentary going it's on. It's a very clever piece of work. Yeah. Very clever. All in 82 minutes. It's all. You're it, really yeah, selling me on this film. It starts just, going. It's really tense and suspenseful. Like the weakest stuff in it is probably just the ghost stuff, just because it's things we've seen before. Okay. But even that's fine. Like it's done well. Um, it's just are, everything are else the, is so different. Are the effects decent? I mean, this is all happening on webcam, well, so I guess so, they don't have to That's be the thing. Decent, it's so, so minimalist. Yeah. Um, I would say yes, they are for sure. But it's it's very much a movie of suggestion. Like it's, it's certainly you see more than like in the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that. Uh, uh, suggested, I guess. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Implied. Implied, yes, thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, it's not that subtle. That's what I want. It's not that subtle. Mm-hmm. Like, there are, there's some gore and things like that, but it's not never anything over the top. And they do re- yeah, really interesting things where, like, you know, they draw your eye to different people's cameras so that they can have something spooky happen in, in the one that you're only kind of looking at, things mm-hmm. like that. No, I was impressed. Um, I, uh, yeah, uh, and then because this was an indie that was picked by, by a studio, the weakest thing in the whole movie is they have like a CGI thing at the very, very, very end, which you were just like, oh, why'd you do that? You were doing so well. <laughs> yeah, why'd you add that on? All but right. I can let that go. No, it's, I was, I, I, to be honest, I thought this movie was going to be a joke and I was mm-hmm. going to come in and make all sorts of snarky things, but I was really pleasantly surprised. They did some really, really interesting things with it. I think it's very well done. I hope it's a hit. I think it deserves to be. Um, the only thing that may hold it back is that, uh, like it's the first movie ever that like will ideally actually play on a computer. 
and not uh, in a theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's the first that's time that's, yeah. the first time that's yeah. ever happened, yeah. but it'll be 100% well, You would actually true. say, you know what, you might be better off just watching this on your laptop. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what it would be like because I haven't yeah. done it, but yeah. I mean, I'd imagine terrifying. It would actually it, yeah. probably feel more. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It would be more, more invasive. Yeah. It would be more immersive and more invasive. Yeah. So... Hmm, that could be a problem, but at yeah. the same time, it does work really well on the big screen, just because, as I said, like there's it's a, basically six divided screens at once, mm-hmm. so it does yeah. help focus the eye. I did notice an elderly gentleman fell asleep, so perhaps <laughs> it has only generational appeal. Um, yeah, that's I mean, something like, to that's, certainly keep in mind. That's that's the thing that seems interesting about this is that um, you know it's like obviously on purpose. This thing completely dates itself. It's very much a product of these yes. times, and when we stop using these kinds of communication methods, like you know, ten or twenty years from now, like people are going to be like, oh, you know, what that totally It'd be like convoy. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but you know that's that's yeah. that's just a, that's a reasonable price to pay for something that's yeah. so interesting but right still, at I mean, this yeah, very it moment. It does seem to do something very original. So. Yeah, I was impressed. I totally you know want to see this movie now. Yeah, I was impressed. Do you know where the elderly gentleman was from? I'm just curious. No, I didn't talk to him. He was just at the screening in the front row. I didn't even notice he was like conked out while I was walking out. I wonder what his his review is going to be like. I'm probably what's the internet. Sky, something like that. He'll be very confused about everything. Um, so yeah, good stuff. I was yeah, never would have predicted yep. that I'd like unfriended that, that much. Unfriended. But I really, really did. Yeah, it's been a pretty good year for movies so far, which is a nice change of pace. And also just exciting that a low budget movie got picked up and released by a major yeah. studio like this. Is this is gonna make so much money. I mean, especially if it does review well, generally speaking, and more and more people watch it. It's like, yeah. Studio must be which studio? Which Universal. Universal. Yeah. So they must be so. And awful. that's another funny thing is they actually deliberately did a thing where, uh, and this is a joke that pro- that won't work that will only work in the theater, not a, if it was on your computer. Where when the Universal logo plays, it actually plays with pixelated glitches as if you downloaded a crappy file. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah so yeah. they do all sorts of funny yeah. stuff Whereas like that. You, yeah. You're right. you at home, at home, you just be like, just, oh, yeah. that happened again. Mm-hmm. But they actually, it's deliberate, okay. and it's good for them. Hmm. Good for them. So yeah, if it's a hit and it's a sequel, I wager that Universal will make sure that the ghost was actually transmitted through torrents. Okay. To try and freak people out about that. Yeah. Yeah, because they got concerns. And if it does well, then a sequel is probably, unfortunately, inevitable. Yeah, and probably the, won't be as well, good. The as guys that made it already said they have ideas. Mm, okay. Yeah, so as long as they keep it with the core, I'd be intrigued. Mm-hmm. Like these guys have never done anything before. <laughs> okay. um, oh, so I'd be intrigued. Yeah, yeah I'd, be, I'd totally be intrigued to see yeah, what they would do with this from there. That's a debut. Oh. It is. Yeah. No, it's well done. I okay. recommend it. That's the end of that. It's only 82 minutes, right? Yep. It's only 82 minutes. Gets in and out. Okay. That's what it's supposed to do. Worth watching. Well, well Wayne and I were saying, there's like, he was saying, there's no way that they can lose money. Like, it's probably a super cheap movie to make because it's a computer screen. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm sure. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they made, spent more money marketing this than they did making it Actually, by, yeah. a dr- by, like, a dramatic margin. I think it'll do That's well hilarious. with the, uh, the yeah. teams. Yeah, it is hilarious. I hope so. I think it will. I, I really I, I like social media stuff. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, right? Um, I, I mean, I hope it does. It deserves to. We'll see what happens. Um, but I mean, it doesn't have to be a ginormous hit. It no. just has to make. It'll still make. Yeah. It has to make more than it took to. It just has to make no. more than a hundred thousand dollars. Because it probably didn't even cost a hundred thousand. Yeah, I just wish the trailer weren't as bad as it were. Because it just looks like a dumb exploitative idea. I mean, I guess it's just because all they're doing is selling the gimmick, and a gimmick mm-hmm. is a gimmick. But, uh, no, that's good. Have you ever watched The Den? No. That movie was mostly done through the eyes of her no. webcam. Oh, yeah. I've even seen, there was a movie last year, I'm playing on the name of it now, with Elijah Wood and Sasha Gray that was actually off from a computer screen as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so this isn't even the first time it's happened. That one was just stupid. 
It was like really clever for the first. It was really clever for the first like forty five minutes, and Mm -hmm. then at a certain point, it just goes off the rails. Was it a horror movie? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, it was more of a thriller. I describe. It's kind of like a rear window situation. Oh, all right. Yeah, but um, yeah. So it's not. Yeah. So it's actually not the first time this has been done. It's just fortunately the last time it was done was not well. Just like the Blair Witch Project, there had been there had been other uh, found footage movies before, and just none of them worked as well. Except for Cannibal Holocaust, but that was never going to be a crowd pleaser. That was not a wide-ranging <laughs> crowd pleaser, that's for sure. Thank you, Phil. No problem, Mel. If you want to read Phil's full review, although you don't really have to after hearing that review of it, it's on cgmagonline.com. I have so much more to say, Mel. It's true, you do and have more. Arti- more articulatedly. Yeah, <laughs> articulatedly? Mm-hmm. All right, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we can move on to what you've been playing. Because mm-hmm. uh, you guys have been playing the same thing. Yeah, yeah Mortal Kombat, Kombat X. So. For, you, have for, you been liking it? I loved it. I uh, My only complaint is it doesn't look next gen. Really? I thought it looked better than the last one. It, it looks To me, it looks like Resident Evil on the PS3. Well, I mean, what's your issue with it? The eyes are lifeless, the hair is not really all that flowy, and the skin texture is bad. Really? She's yeah. taking a very technical, I have an animation background approach. Yeah, I suppose. She does have an animation background. Yeah, I so mean, yeah. like, certainly I didn't I, I didn't start playing it and was like, oh, I'm, I've never seen anything like this the before. This is stiff, astounding. Too. It's weird, because, like, the fighting really? I thought it looked, fighting I thought it looked fine. It's I, the cutscenes are just, there's something so off I thought about they it. Looked, I thought it looked better than the last one. I see, it's weird, because when they put out the trailer, it looked like it was going to look like a next-gen game. It does not look like I thought it did. I, I have to be honest with you. That I didn't feel that way at all. Uh, is oh, your PS4 on 1080p? Yes. Oh, it's well, just maybe Wayne's right. I don't know. It just didn't look right. It could be that. Yeah. I mean, you could be examining more than I did. I, you could also be expecting more than I did. I, this was exactly what I wanted, and it was I great. I wanted something pretty. Fair enough. Pretty. I mean, I guess I just from the trailers and everything, this is what I. It's. But, Okay, well, let's, let's, let's it move fits, on from It that. fits in, though, to other Mortal Kombat. Like, it doesn't seem like it's not Mortal Kombat. It yeah. looks appropriate to be well, yeah, a Mortal thing. Kombat. And I, guess that, and I guess that was why I'm not harsher on it, yeah. is that I, sort of, I knew what I was getting myself into. Now, beyond that, I thought that this was the smoothest and fastest of all the Mortal Kombats as a fighting experience, and I was impressed by that. Even it, it, the without, heavies? Absolutely. And, it's quick, not, yeah. and it, not in a way where it feels like it's a Street Fighter clone or something like that yeah. all of a sudden. It's, it is still Mortal Kombat, but they have refined it. It's even more violent than I think the previous. Is it still it's accessible to newbies? Astoundingly or? violent. It is astoundingly well, yeah, violent, and yeah. if you can actually, if you lose a fight, you mm-hmm. can actually skip the fight, which seems like why would the would you play this game? Okay. But I guess some people just want the story. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, no, the 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 fatalities are unbelievable. And they do like easy fatalities now, so it's like two buttons. But that you, you have to pay, you have it. to pay for those. Yep, you haven't run through yours then. Yeah. I was been I've been doing the easy fatalities. You hold R two and like triangle. Yeah, you get a certain number of those, and then you got to start buying tokens. What? Yep. I didn't know that was a thing. That is. Yep, yep, yep. Sleazy. Yep, yep, yep. But that oh, doesn't bother okay. me because you can just pause it and look what the move is. Yeah, and it's do still it. so it's it weird. Make a difference. I didn't realize that, that was mm-hmm. like you get a limited amount of them. Yeah, you do. That's as a microtransaction cruel. thing, I know. I know right? I that's, and be like, that is kind of sleazy. Get them hooked on it and then afterwards oh, say, oh, now you got to yeah. pay to that's, keep doing That's the heroin of, oh my God. It's yeah. not cool. But there's a lot of there are a lot of them. There are brutalities as well, which are fun, which are just yeah. sort of like combos in with a decap or something like that. But yeah, they're not as elaborate. But I also enjoy that this one kind of had a sense of humor about itself. Because the thing about Mortal Kombat is people play it and you laugh. Like, it's, no one takes it seriously. That's kind of been its shtick from the very start. Yeah. But, like, this time, without tipping it, without turning it into a slapstick thing where you're losing the fun of it, they're finally sort of yep. acknowledging, 
we know this is ridiculous. We're in on a joke. Like, for example, uh, Johnny Cage has one fatality where he punches his two hands into someone's chest, peels apart their chest, and then leans through the gaping hole and says, here's Johnny, into the camera. Oh, that's cute. Right? Hilarious. So, Hilarious. and it's just, and they're not all like that, but okay. a couple of them are, and it's enough for you to be like, okay, you guys know this is funny. Yeah. I, and now, and the other thing is that, uh, unlike previous one, there are eight new characters this time. Um, I, I've, I've, been, I've enjoyed One of them. whom is gay. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I find sometimes their cut scenes are just huge teases because I can see characters I want to play with, but yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. actually use them. I'm like, there's Sindel! Oh, I can't use her. That's just cruel. Why do you tease me like that? It's only a matter of time. I'm wait If they don't start putting out more characters. Of course. That's what they're going to do. Well, other than Jason's like old Mortal yes. Yeah, no, of course they are. I'm going to spend so much available. money just buying characters. They'll all be available eventually. Don't worry about it. Um, but no, I've enjoyed them. Uh, the uh, new fame, I mean, I'm horrible with names, so I'm just going to describe my characters that are my new favorites. Um, my two favorites are there's one, there's a Western guy. Oh, six <laughs> shooters. He looks like he's from um, Red Dead Redemption. He does, really he totally does. Full on cowboy. Yeah, full on he cowboy. He has a cowboy hat. Yeah, and, everything. And, and his like combos all involve his six shooters. In fact, his like x ray attack is that he shoots you with a bullet and the bullet ricochets. It has your name on the your bullet. Bo- throughout your body and like, it comes out okay. the side. Your character's name is Excellent. on that bullet. Excellent. And then my other favorite I call Master Blaster because it is Master Blaster from uh, uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. It's oh. a giant hulking thing okay. with a little midgety kind of creature on That's it. That's Tara Strong, too. Oh, is Girl, it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Um, and oh god, that's so much fun because you control both of them. Like the moves involve okay. two. It is Master Blaster. Yeah, yeah, it's Master Blaster, and that's a blast. Like one of the fatalities for that is the big guy throws the little guy through your chest, which is great. Yeah. Okay. Which is great. Um, it's like a big daddy thing because it's a little girl. Yeah, totally. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can hurt yourself to gain more uh, XP and stuff. Exactto-mundo. It's it's quite the game. Yeah, no, I'm I've had a blast with it. Uh, the story is stupid, of course. But again, a little bit of sense of humor in it. Um, weirdly, there are a lot of quick time events in it, which yeah, I, didn't I thought see I was coming, watching a cutscene all of a sudden yeah. square. Like what? Wh- which some <laughs> of them I thought were fun. Like there was one great one where you press, I forget, you press like square or whatever, and then Johnny Cage does the splits and knocks uh, yes. Scorpion and Sub Zero's head together. That's good stuff. Um, now, other than that, it's convoluted and stupid and about, like, coming of age or whatnot. It's a Mortal Kombat story. And there's, like, a civil war, and it doesn't matter. Um, but it's it's fun enough that you can sit through it, or you can just really get down to business beating up with your friends, which is really what this is all about. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, it's a Mortal Kombat game. We know what that means at yeah. this point. Yes, if you don't do. like Mortal Kombat, you are going to hate it. Obviously. If you don't like violence, you'll hate it. Yeah. If you don't like violence, you're going to hate it. But if you are on board with Mortal Kombat right now, I mean, like, I like graphic complaints aside, this is what you wanted, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I love that, you know, how you can choose between the three different, I guess, moves. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. Every, Each every character like, has... left bubble is old school. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You notice that? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, that's another cool thing. Yeah. Where every, every character has three different play styles. So if you got mm-hmm. really, really good at Scorpion in the last game, you can still play as him exactly, or you have two alternatives that yeah. are new and exciting. <laughs> it's pretty um, good. So, yeah. Is yeah, great stuff, great yeah. great stuff. If you like Mortal Kombat, if yeah. not, God bless. Yeah, I mean it's like obviously if you're a Street Fighter guy, then you're going to remain a Street Fighter of guy. Of course, and yeah. And same with the Tekken guys. And, yep. like, uh, and if you've never played stuff. Mortal Kombat before and you don't like violence, don't touch it. I wouldn't touch it. Don't touch it. But but I imagine it would be easily accessible. What faction are you? Uh, Black Dragon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went for the Sub Zero one. Did you? Yeah. I just like the expression Black Dragon. 
I picked for Brendan. Anyway. Brotherhood of Shadows. Mm, that had Brendan written all over it. Sounds about right. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's Mortal Kombat, and okay. it's, the, even the heavy guys move quickly, so you can almost feel comfortable with everybody. Hmm. Yeah, right. they don't move like as quick Very as well the smaller, small ones, but it, they don't move like. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm assuming where a lot of these improvements came from was the when they made the DC fighting game. Yeah, presumably. Injustice. I mean, like, even the DC Injustice. game had like yeah. some quick time events in there. It's true. Yeah, they did. The cutscenes and that's stuff very true. Like that, so. That's very true. Yeah. So that, that's where that came so from. Yeah, even. Probably so I mean, just think of what like Doomsday was like in that. He was big, but and had scale, but he wasn't he was slow slowing but he was not to the point where you felt like it was a disadvantage it still worked i thought it was slow that's all i'm saying mm-hmm. wayne i know you were playing something do you want to quickly speak on I was xenoblade? Like xenoblade 3d and bastion oh Both how is xenoblade Z- xenoblade is an amazing rpg that's gotten a bad port to the nintendo 3ds uh, that's his entire review in a nutshell yeah that that is it i mean it's yeah. like it's it, it's just even though this is the new more powerful new 3ds it's yeah. still not up to the task of handling it so it performs bad. The graphics look a lot blockier, blah, blah, blah. And that nub, the camera control, not no good. good. Yeah, no. too so, bad. So I'm like, if you love this JRPG, and it is one of the best ones of the last generation, then yeah, get it. But if you were expecting this to be a remaster that was as good as the other ones, like Grand Theft Auto or The Last of Us, it's like, it's not a remaster. It's a port, mm. and it's a port that's done not great. So buy it for the game, not because you think that it's going to be somehow improved. It's not improved. It's actually worse than the original version. But it's still a good game. Thank you, so, Wayne. Sad yeah. face. That was yeah. Wayne's week. Yeah. Yep. Yay, okay. I know some people have to head out and do some stuff that's yeah, more important than days. this. So thank you for tuning in. You can find us on all our social media that's not haunted by ghosts. Twitter is at CGM+. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash magazine. Google+, google.com slash little plus sign TGMag online. And, of course, YouTube. We are, we're going to start putting up some YouTube-only content. So you're going to want to go over there and check it out. Excited. Phil, what is your Twitter? Because you got mad last time. My Twitter is at that Phil Brown. Brendan is bfry26. Wayne is real Wayne Santos, and I'm Kicks and Chaos, K I X X E N Chaos. And hopefully, we'll he- see you next week, or you'll hear us next week, or something next week. <laughs> <laughs>